0: This episode has been brought to you by Subject to Change Customs. Choose Subject to Change for all your custom apparel and promotional product needs. Follow them on all social media at S2C LLC and get your four times dope merch on their website. That's www.ShopS2C.com.
1: Yeah.
2: Ooh, it's been a crazy day, man. Oh my god, I'm so tired and hungry, but I'm here. Yeah.
0: Okay. All right.
2: Ooh. Tired, crazy, hungry, all that. Yeah, man. I mean, I've just been on a two hour meeting with Treasury meeting for NCCU, so
1: yeah.
2: Alumni Association DC chapter.
1: Yes. <laughs> I saw that email uh,
2: too. I just got off and came straight here. All right. So what we doing? <laughs> How y'all doing? And tribulations. So <laughs> good. Hey guys. Hey, Kashara. I'm good. How about you?
3: Good. I told the guys I'm a little nervous, but I'm good. I'm good. (laughs) Right now.
4: (laughs) Yeah, I think she was about to go into. uh, She think we brutal. That's
3: right. Okay,
2: yeah. Please, please, expand.
3: No, no, I'm I'm, gonna exclude two of y'all.
0: Okay. Hey, Jermaine, she got to be talking about us. (laughs)
3: I <laughs> already know, JJ.
0: She's, she's comfortable with the blue fire over there. <laughs>
1: like that. That, that, that's what I was thinking, but I ain't want to say it, mm. Jamie, just, I got to say it.
3: <laughs> no, it ain't.
0: Got, got nothing to say it. To feel
3: it. it ain't. Got all nothing.
0: gamma, gamma, all gamma, gamma, everything. Yeah, I
3: been know all of y'all at the. I know all y'all at the same time. So yes,
1: same time. That's right.
3: Right and no, all that. So, I got some things to say, but we're gonna get into our questions.
1: Okay. <laughs> right ready Hey,
2: that's what we like. That's what we like. Guess, okay. guess who's ready? <laughs> jump
0: right over there. Yeah. Okay, well. Let's show. not belabor the point. Do you want to run point on this?
4: Well, I mean, we can catch up. What's like what's been going on, everybody, you know,
0: before we just jump on in. Okay. Well, let me start. by. um my daughter is a worker now, and I had all kinds of problems with it, but you know kids want to work and see shit and do get money so she is a ice cream server at uh goodberries and it's tearing my ass apart boy (laughs) (laughs) how long she been working there uh this is week two but she likes the job but it's before work and after work that's tearing her to pieces which is you got to be prepared you got to get your shirt ready pants ready she up there with a shoestring around for a belt. I said, come on now. you got to be prepared. <laughs> and you know, if you come home from work and you're 15, you still got to unwind. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you can't come down from work. You got to come down. But then you got to go back to sleep, to get up, to go to school.
5: That's I'm, right. right now, this is
0: a lesson in decisions. Is this what you want to do? Mm-hmm. I'm going to show you. So mm-hmm. I was against it. Her mom was like, you let her see it. I'm like, yo. She's seeing it now. Her ass is sleepy and tired. Just got home now. I mean, hey, she didn't get one paycheck yet, have she? <laughs> no, not yet. Yeah, not yet. <laughs>
3: Don't you got to work at home three <laughs> weeks? Uh, How does that go? Work at week in, no. <laughs> <A week. laughs> <A week. laughs> in She get paid the the next week. Yeah, she, um, she... she should get a pay. She should get next week.
2: Okay.
0: Yeah. And going to hey. ball out with them 300 $300.
4: Right. <laughs> <laughs> that's that 300 dollars be $150 our time. Back when we was right. in Oh, yeah. And yeah. that's a lot of money. Because yeah. yeah. I, I know I was working for like $425 back
2: in high school. That's right. Mm, yeah, sleeping. God. Don't that seem crazy to think about it back then? How much we used to work for? Yes. I remember
0: my paycheck being five dollars and twenty-five cents. I'm like, I am fucking balling. <laughs> dollar. <laughs> dollar.
4: Deal. You can get a combo <laughs> meal at Burger King, Flat Mount. Now, no, nah, you
0: can't even do it. That's an hour. Of your life gone for a bad, a bad hamburger. Kwame, what's, what's good with you? What's What's new?
4: Oh, with me? Oh, yeah, you. Oh, I hear. Oh, so, yeah, man. Just, uh, <laughs> just recently, um, recover over the vid. <laughs> oh yeah, we had COVID too. Yeah, yeah we did too. That's, that's crazy. So, uh, no, I, I feel straight now though. But like, yeah, okay right after Christmas. So I was like, yeah, you know, I had a constant headache for like the first day the and a half and off my taste and mm-hmm. body aches. Like, like the first day and a half, two days, it was kind of, and then after that, it was just, it was, I was all right, just a little cold, congested, but I was just isolating and trying to do all that. So it was a whole lot and hearing my mm-hmm. son running around, I can't, I can see him for about five or six days on video. Mm-hmm. He, he's calling for me constantly. I'm hearing him calling my name and asking where I'm at. And I'm like, where are mad. you yeah. And so yeah, so that was kind of tough being in the same house and trying to isolate from them. But um yeah, mm-hmm. I feel like I'm straight now. I mean I took a test and home test it came back negative and I'm waiting. I took another test and wait for the PCR to come back just to make sure,
0: just kind of mm-hmm. double check. But yeah, I feel fine. Yeah. Uh Jermaine, what's good?
1: Um so I just been man staying busy. Well, staying productive. I I, I stop saying busy. I'm trying to stop saying busy. Just staying productive. Um, I actually, um, a few days ago I flew into North Carolina. I had to um, give a implicit bias training at uh, Barton College here. Um, so I did that with my mask on. Um, so I'm at my mother's now, and this chick is just nonstop. She just talks to me. That <laughs> is <miss> my <laughs> She's talking. So I'm leaving. What's tomorrow? I'm leaving Friday. coming back, going back home, back to uh to DMV on Friday. But everything's good, man. Just staying focused and getting my mind right. They're pushing us back on campus. The university is saying we need to be back on campus in the classroom. So, listen. Oh, where? At American University, I know
4: where. By like by what
0: date? <laughs> you know what I'm saying.
4: Oh, okay.
1: oh my bad. Uh uh, seventeen. Damn.
0: Okay. That's. Okay. Monday, okay
1: 17 well February 17 January 17 January oh January, January. yeah okay yeah but it's crazy because we had a, we had a faculty meeting today it was like 70 of us in the meeting but we we can't meet faculty can't meet but we can lecture right oh uh. anyway anyway it just doesn't make sense like you know what I mean so, yeah so me. uh it's all good but other than that I'm just hey look twenty I'm I'm, I'm excited about twenty uh twenty two man and um I'm super excited about it right so uh got some stuff coming up and working on. Yeah.
0: okay uh Kasharo
2: I'm
1: two sure. hours in the meeting <laughs>
2: yeah outside of that I'm good um we like so we did our little Christmas tour um for Christmas you know hit up Durham and then went to Winston to see family and that was good. Came back um, a couple of days later, <laughs> we found out somebody said, oh, I was exposed to COVID. That's was like, today's Thursday, but you found out on Tuesday, you're just now telling us. So we all had to get tested, of course. Nobody, thank God nobody, you know, we tested positive. Um, we took like two tests to make sure we're good. So we're good at that. Then dealing with this snowstorm that hit us, you know, then kids had an extra week out of school, which threw yeah the snowstorm <laughs> ninety five, like, yeah, which was horrible. Um, but it, it was cool. Like we just chilling. Just, all I've been doing really is just focusing on my um licensure test to get this counseling license. Like that's my goal for twenty twenty two. Like I got to get that license because it's too much money out here to be made, and I'm trying to make it. So
0: and save people with your skill set
2: most definitely yeah that's okay good. that's my that's what i've been doing really and okay getting ready to turn 45
0: I'm the
4: about 45 that. coat 45 <laughs> <laughs> I <Hi>, all <Billy laughs> <D. laughs> right nigeria about you the guest of the hour now what's been going on with you
3: well same thing to, um, my daughter my 13 year old she's here um and school's been out and now, where
0: are you located in the I am
3: now in Owens Mills, Maryland. I live in Maryland. Okay. And you
0: moved from North Carolina?
3: Yep. I moved um uh, from Durham in okay. July.
5: Okay. I had
3: been kind of preparing for my move for about a year and a half and was trying to figure out it's a long story on how I got to Owens Mills, but mm-hmm. um we're here and I got uh, my, my girls, they actually um was here for Christmas and and God they came for Christmas because we wound up getting COVID together. My oldest daughter, she had already had it in February, so she knew all the remedies and all the things to do. She wasn't right. as bad as we were. But I was really blessed just to have all of us here because it's just really just me and my 13-year-old. I don't have any family here. I just, you know, I picked up and took a chance on coming this way. Um and Kasharo knows I've been trying to get to this, like the DMV area for a while. And I just mm-hmm. my daughter got accepted to a dance school out here. So Um, I, I have one in college at UNC Charlotte, one who's in Florida working, and I just decided that I needed to change, so I moved. Wow,
4: how you, in Baltimore County.
3: (laughs) Yeah, so I, um, I used to work, uh, back in 2002, I worked in Towson, Maryland. uh So, um, I told my daughter to pick a dance school between, uh, DC and Baltimore because her goal was to go to Baltimore School of the Arts.
5: Mm-hmm. Okay. She's a
3: competitive dancer. And um she she um got accepted to this school, Maryland school, um Maryland Academy of Dance. And okay. then you okay. know so I just everything kind of lined up. Right. Um and I work remote. So um I got here and then I had a co-worker. Excuse me.
0: You could be anywhere.
3: Yeah you could be that's anywhere. That's so that's the best thing. But I got here, and then um, a coworker of mine uh, contacted me from my director at an organization, and he contacted me. He knew I relocated, so he was like, "Hey, you wanna? You you interested in something? I got something for you." And the job is like I told Kasharo, it's like 11 minutes from my house. Oh,
0: well, that's, wow. a
4: that's that's so, a, and that's, and that's that's
3: right
0: after you moved.
3: That was after I picked yes, up. Yes,
0: that's the blessing. Right.
4: That's the blessing.
3: So got we we're that God.
4: close to where your job is. Tell
3: you. yeah, and I and, I, and I'm still remote. Actually, I just have centers in this central area in um, New Jersey and Delaware, uh, Baltimore, um, here in Frederick. So it was a blessing, and it was a a, a good increase.
5: Wow. Oh, word up. Up. Yeah, up! that was that's it.
4: That's what's Thank up. you. <laughs> word <laughs> up.
3: So <laughs> lonely, but I'm here. <laughs>
2: right. Cool, cool, Sarah. Sure. Alright, yeah, so first topic of the evening is when it comes to dating advice, so what I think, do- uh,
0: before you go, Kishore, we need yes. to formally introduce Najeree.
2: Yeah, for um, real
0: talk. She needs a formal introduction, like, how do we know her?
2: Yeah.
0: That kind of thing. Oh. I
4: don't know. That's,
2: that's true. true, that's true. Right. All right. So, we have our day, one of our day ones of the Four Times Dope podcast with us tonight, our day one quattros. Ms. Najari. She's also an NCCU alum. Thanks, <laughs> she right. is also of uh, our Sora, I mean, Kwame Sora of, of Zeta Phi Beta.
0: Founders so, Day alert coming up.
2: <laughs>
0: start, <please. laughs> All blue
2: definitely. Yeah. And she is also a wonderful mom who is a very, very supportive mom. And she, she's out here doing it. And that's one, one of the many qualities that I like about her love about her actually so welcome to the show thank (laughs) you welcome happy to have you
0: all right dive in my g all right
2: so yeah so when it comes to dating advice lady and gentlemen what advice would you give a 20 year old person someone who's in their 20s now what type of dating advice would you give them now being mature seasoned and mature we're all in our 40s Mm-hmm. What advice would you give a twenty-year-old now in regards to dating, Najeri? We'll start with you since are the
3: guest. Yeah. All right. <laughs> well, luckily, I have a I have an eighteen-year-old and I have a twenty-two-year-old.
2: Twenty-something. Yeah.
3: This mm-hmm. daughter is twenty-two, um, and what I what I basically tell her, even my 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 eighteen-year-old, she's been uh, with her boyfriend for two years now. But what I what I tell them is just to <laughs> remember your mind, body, soul, and spirit. I, I I basically, you know, just made sure that that, that he mm-hmm. is not just tapping into your body. He's right. tapping into your mind, soul, and spirit as well as other places to go, other entities to tap into. That's, that's um, to me, that's important. And then don't talk too much. Like, let them talk. Yeah. Nick, <laughs> don't let, the, you know, let, let let him talk. Don't you know? Remember, just hold some of that shit in. You know what I'm saying? Let him talk. Oh don't, my god! You know, sit there. You know, and that's something that you don't learn mm-hmm. until I think maybe 27,
5: 28, okay.
3: 29. When you get a little older, you know, you kind of gotta divulge a little bit more. Life has happened, but right. to be honest with you, it's like you got so much more to happen. Don't let anybody define you from where, I mean, 20, like yeah. don't let nobody define, Like, right, right there. That person mm-hmm. is thinking on the other end, like that's too much. Like, it is. Let, 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 let the dude talk or let the female talk, you know, let them talk, get, let them, get them some time to, you know, divulge some stuff and, and, and spread, spread some of it out. You know what I'm saying? Hold some of it in because a lot may have happened, but a lot is, is, is coming. You know, so that's that's pretty
4: much my advice. Yeah, that's a good advice. Even when I you just out, right. let them talk, like I so said, you you learn a whole lot from just listening. You right. know, I you know what I mean. Right. And listening and watching, you know, you can those two things you'll, you can learn a whole lot. That's a Yeah, good
2: yeah, I like that. All right, JP, what you got?
0: Uh, at twenty, date all day and night. You know, don't try to get. Don't think that you're gonna marry your sweetheart. It's just not common, and you're trying to follow something that's really not. It's, it's fucking hard to do. First of all, it's just fucking hard and because you're change. growing up it with that person.
1: My huh? bad. And the rules change from when Grandma then was coming through. Was grandma changed, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. she's not. She
5: change. she
0: got just as much power. She got way more power than I ever would have. So don't think she' gonna you know stay the same other thing is get your passport and travel see other girls see other men and uh learn another language get out there have good sex you know stop waiting to be uh, um what do you call those you know a fucking virgin get the fuck out of here get that shit, get that get that over with <laughs> because you don't want to get traumatized at 25 talking about i'm a virgin you don't blew it you don't waste it a good shit if you're having sex at 18 good you got something going but nobody wants to say that it has to be you know get it out of the way because you're saving it up for nothing because that nigga don't know what he's doing on the other end if you're a virgin like I don't want no parts of that get that over with Yeah, I was about to say you know
4: people don't talk about like people will talk about like like nobody really at like a certain age really wanna to, to to date a virgin. Like I don't I don't of, want no you parts know, of you, it. you want some experience that they come into. I mean unless you really into want to do a lot of teaching. Uh, maybe that age it might be
0: a little cool, but when they get older, I'm
4: like get right. the fuck out of you, here. You my want to my be favorite, a virgin, come on, it's not even gonna work.
0: My wife and our favorite show is uh marriage, was it marriage at first sight or something like that? Uh-huh. And one of the one of the seasons, the the girl was in Charlotte, and her first thing was I'm a virgin. She led with that. And even connection. at the wedding, she told the boy's mom, Oh, I'm a virgin. And the mom went to the son, like, look, she a virgin. I don't know if you want this. I know exactly what you're talking about. I remember that. they did not oh. make it. I'm like, I don't want to hear that. She
4: was talking about it the whole time. And back even in his mind, he, he he was like, Yo, like it's her identity. I yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't think that he she led with that. You know, she led She's with that, led that with everything that's all she talked about the board. So he and was see just that's going,
1: not Yo. like I can't cook, you know, I don't right. know about we kitchen that's a whole different dynamic. and i'm
0: proud of it and i'm not going to change it until i feel like it right. so that's what i'm saying get that out of the way yeah you know? they, they didn't get married either <laughs> he, was <laughs> no, he was like i don't want to he figured Good. it out i don't want to be around her because that's once this happens she loses all of her value in her mind not my mind her mind mm-hmm. she thinks she's worthless now because she's had sex with her husband anyway get that out of the way in my opinion and you know have fun like genuinely genuinely have fun talk to your, you know, your person, but uh, watch their family too. That shit matters. The family. Yeah, that's okay. good but
3: on the other hand, it's like once she has sex, if she is a virgin, I mean, the mm-hmm. thing is, she might want to start exploring, you know, I mean, this is- You should this, go. This is,
0: she has power too. Go.
3: Yeah. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. like-
0: Nobody gets the girl. What I don't yeah. appreciate in these stories is that if she has sex she's automatically less than how why does she how does she end up being a bad person
1: yeah but, but, but she's there I think, too i think part of that is is it's just like what girls are taught right uh, you, know, we, you know they're conditioned to think xyz mm-hmm. yeah. especially when they're going off into like these vast environments such as college and stuff like that right right i mean you know even some of like the most you know the chicks we met who probably kind of been a little bit Fierce in that area, but they still had some values. They probably melted off, but they still wouldn't <laughs> believe. They I was a girl. Right, so so that's what we're combating too, right? What mm-hmm. they thought, or whatever the case may be. Not that it's wrong. I'm just saying. I think that's part of it.
0: Right. I ain't telling you to be that free, but you know, allow right. yourself to enjoy your life because you don't want to look back at 20 and say I should have. And now I'm mad at myself. Oh no, no you're going out at
4: 40 now because you've been holding in when you was 20, you know. And I don't want no parts of it. I'm too tired. But
0: now <laughs> you want to be out. No, I'm good. Now that puts it oh <laughs> bloom <laughs> off the roads, nigga. Bloom gone off roads. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Got miles on it, man. Well, she, don't, <laughs> she, well, she
0: wanna it. put miles on it.
3: Oh, so this this is a perfect example. Y'all mm-hmm. always talk about it from that female perspective. But what about the dude? You know what I'm saying? Same difference. What if he was a virgin?
0: You know He's what I'm a saying? Sucker. He should have of- been into it. What are you waiting on? Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> That's a sucker. What you waiting on, my dog? Let's get to it. You got to get the stuff going so you could be. Right. I need to know it's a sample size. Do I want to be with this person? You got to have a baseline. If you don't get a baseline till 30. You wasted a bunch of time trying to find the wrong thing. You're thinking you want, you know, this one thing, but you want something else because you never tasted the or tested the waters.
5: Yeah. And, and <laughs> Jamie, I get what you're saying. you saying.
0: You're not saying like you want somebody, male or female, to make
4: a whole bunch of bad decisions, but you also saying you got to live life and you learn through right. experiences, whether it whether right. it's wrong decision or a good decision. So it's like mm-hmm. having that happy meeting. If you like some person, you being safe and you've been responsible. Yeah, you decide something you want to do
0: right that's
3: fine.
4: if you don't want to do it that's fine too it's, it's but, real life yeah. but
0: right. I, a lot of times women get shamed for this you know kind of like and that's what i have a problem with i don't believe that should
1: yeah. be true that's the yeah. that's that's the fucked up part about our culture now now watch this now it's a double-edged sword and i'm and here i got i got to stand ten toes down for the ladies because as men from 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 even from literature to tv to rap music we already have a distorted perception of mm-hmm. what a woman should be doing at twenty, and 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 pretty much outside of being a woman, what we perceive them to be, right? right. You know, and and a lot of it has to do with sexuality. So, yeah. you see what I'm saying, and our hormones yeah. are uh, raising around that age. So, oh we're, yeah. we're really not helping the situation, honestly, at mm-hmm. twenty years old because of because we don't obviously we don't see women at twenty as the same way we do at forty but what i am saying is and, and this is i'm going to talk about this in a second when i start talking but you
2: can
1: go ahead. no no go no Jamie, finish up finish I was up. done oh you I'm a, yeah cuz mm-hmm. i definitely want to cut your cut your point no out. i was done okay so i guess the the question will is what would i tell my 20 year old self yeah right? not,
4: no 20 something what would you tell a 20 year old now
1: yes. so i'm a, i'm a back up i'm going to start here um and i'm I, i'm i would tell specifically Twenty-year-old black boys coming from single-parent homes because that plays a huge role in this whole shit.
0: Most definitely,
1: we don't have anybody to exemplify at twenty what everything Jamie just said. So mm-hmm. we we're figuring it out, right? Um, I mean, I have older brothers who who did what they could, but I'm I'm gonna keep it real with y'all and, and Kasharo, you, you y'all you guys know the, my background. I come from. The men that I that I came around, they had women, and mm-hmm. money, so mm-hmm. I'm cut from that cloth. So right. in my mind, multiple girlfriends at 20 years old was a thing to do.
5: Yeah,
1: but, but but in my 20 year old mind, but it was it was it was reckless. It was time consuming for one, right? So I would tell a 20 year old, it's okay to become or to mimic go out think outside the box, get outside the box and and break away from your old archaic customs and norms. Um, because that's part of the learning process, learning that you don't have to carry on that tradition. Right? Um, the other thing I would tell a 20 year old something black boy coming, from, not even just coming from Singapore home, but 20, 20 something is you don't have to burn yourself to keep somebody else warm. Like if you don't want to do something, don't do it. Mm. If, you, you, you don't have to that stay in a relationship because of sex. You think the sex is good. Or you don't have to stay in a relationship because uh, she's she's uh, putting pressure on you. Or you don't have to marry her or or have, have kids until you're ready mm-hmm. um, to make that jump. I think a lot of times at 20, and again, I think a lot of it has to do with our introductory backgrounds, like depending on what we've been exposed to when we hit 20, depending on what we've been exposed to, I believe is it, it kind of dictates the path until we, in, unless we meet some you know, great mentor or something like that, but it dictates that path. I know for me, like I said, when I got to NCCU, 18 years old, um, I had already been exposed to Central because my sister was there. She was an AKA, she went to Central. But all I knew was women in sports. Well, that's what was on my mind. Women in sports, um, not even academics, right? It didn't hit me academically to like my junior year. That's when I started, you know, kicking ass academically. But my point is, I would tell myself man listen it's okay to be you be different it's okay not to have sex at 20. you need to between 20 and 25 you need to be figuring it out though right it's okay to kind of um stop to try to understand yourself more right and understand what you like sexually between 20 and 25 you should kind of have a direction of sexually what you what you want what you don't want
0: yeah you don't want to waste that time right <laughs> mm-hmm. this
1: is true
5: yeah
3: I, and I, I mean, mean
0: just but go ahead, sorry. Go ahead I'm sorry.
4: Go ahead.
3: No, I was gonna say just uh, what Jermaine's saying about going, um, being at Central. Um, for me, um, coming into Central, I was um, 17, going on 18, and I came in um, having a significant other, um, meeting someone and, and dating them early on. There were pros and cons to that because there were things that I did not get a chance to experience being in that relationship. That mm. I missed out on that my girlfriends did, you know, had an opportunity. And I'm not saying sexually, I'm just talking about just, being in a relationship where, um, you know, versus not being in a relationship and not being right. able to experience um more so dating different people, getting to know different people now at this college level. Right. And, and my mom being used to dating a certain type of dude or um in high school it was different from college. So coming into school, that's why when my daughter went to ANT, I was just like she was dating somebody and I was just like, look. You know that I'm not sure if this is what you want because you're going to kind of you know you know shorten your experience um, as yeah. far as meeting new people, learning right. about different right. backgrounds and kind of different things like that. So let's let's chill for a minute before you know what I'm saying. You guys decide because he was going to Hampton and it was just a whole situation, and I was wow. like, "Wow, that's not close. I don't, I don't want to do this." No, you this don't. Is, I, I, I mean, it was pros because there are some things that did happen. Um, you know to. A few folks that was there, a few of my girlfriends and things like that that I probably didn't want to happen to me because I had a boyfriend. Mm-hmm. But there were some things that I missed out on, you know what I'm saying? And I just I just think being free at that age, especially coming into school, you know what I'm saying? You you don't want that. You you want to be open and be able to explore. Right. That's <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
4: yeah. I don't want to put it's that's my point here, but I wanted to piggyback uh I guess what Jimmy, you said about the the virgin part, kind of triggered something because i actually thought about a situation when i was at central and uh josh was dating we're well, not dating we're trying to like talk to this one girl and you know how you oh she got a friend type deal so oh, yeah the friend, the friend was cool whatever and stuff but i think she was feeling me way more than i was kind of feeling her like, i mean i like there's a like as a friend but i think she yeah. liked me like a little bit more and i know i didn't really want that and uh i remember we was you know trying to kind of messing around trying to so i'm trying to you know Trying to take it, take it home. Every time I kept trying to take it home, she kept like, you know, withdrawing and everything. I'm like, yo, what's up? Eventually, long, long story short, she ended up like, kind of, um, kind of upset. But she was saying she was a virgin, and I was like, oh, you know what I mean. But I, I could tell that, she, well, I can tell. But I, I think she would have been down if I wanted to. But once I heard that, I was just like, yo, in my mind, I don't like,
5: want to be hell. I,
4: I don't want to be the guy that take that way fast. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Because I know I don't, you know, we cool as friends, but I didn't want nothing serious. And I think that's just Somebody us. that you would want to you know cross that path. It shouldn't be me. And I knew that. You know what I'm saying? At that moment. Right. Out.
5: Stop huh? <laughs> <laughs>
0: hey, he's such a good guy.
5: That's I
4: mean, so I, nice. yeah, I just, I just my conscience kicked in on that point right there. See no him <laughs> <don't> got one. Now she she'd be on the block, I'd have been be a little different, but because she didn't, and I was like, well, yeah, it's cool and I could tell it was, you know, it was a you know a serious thing for her, but I guess that kind of jogged my memory. In regards uh, yeah. to talking about that but i don't know if it's my go or not sure or not but yeah, yeah yeah go yeah but uh if i had a device that i had to get i'll say 20 something years old person um and i'm thinking more in the terms as a young adult like you kind of out of school but kind of like find your first job or kind of like just living on your own for the first time outside of college setting uh my recommendation would probably be pretty much don't date nobody that you actually work with or live near you like Mm. like Mm. where to the point where y'all got that close proximity right there and it doesn't work out now you have to see them at work or now you have to go um see them you know in in your apartment building or at the gym and stuff like that i just think that i'll be like stay away from that situation whatever and stuff because if it goes bad that person lives so or you'll run that person so closely you know so that'll be Mm. my number one um you know, I guess advice I would give a twenty-something year old, whatever. So, I mean, a lot of people look at it as assets, but sometimes assets ain't always. Mm, vicious, it can you know, be denied. True. Yeah, you know, so that would be my number one thing. Ain't nothing too deep, but that would be my advice.
0: Kisharo, oh,
2: no, you said number
4: one
5: like there was two and three.
4: He so- <laughs> did. He, he left my word. Well, that, that would be the one I would give. That, that would be piece of
0: advice.
2: <laughs>
5: keep to it, keep it that, separated. Right.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Um, for me, like every it's funny because everything that each one of y'all said, I could piggyback off of it. And I guess George Jamie hit first because you were talking about, you know, in your 20s, like, don't don't think you're gonna end up marrying your sweetheart or be with your sweetheart. And mm-hmm. I did. So mm-hmm. that my situation was a more of an idealistic situation, which people don't think or do that anymore. Mm-hmm. And I did. Um, I will not necessarily say it's a bad thing but what I will say is if you're in your 20s, take your time. No. Um, make sure that you do what you want to do. And I think Jermaine has just said it a few minutes ago. Do what it is you want to do in your 20s. This isn't me but I know a lot of people who are in this situation now. Like, Don't let somebody else dictate your life for you. Just because they want you and right. they want to be with you, don't mean you're supposed to be with them that's true. Uh, you know what i'm saying if you want to yeah, date and kick in and do all that cool but don't let somebody tell you oh you know you're gonna be with me right and then you do it and then you stuck <laughs> for whatever reason and you're all the years girl. and now you are happy you know with that situation so if you're in your 20s do what you want to do for you go out and date and do your thing you know like i said get that experience in your belt um, I would say like, for me, kind of like Nigeria, like I didn't come into central with a relationship, but my second year, like I said, I started chasing my wife at the to, at the time uh-huh. to be that, but she, she wasn't, she didn't want it, but she never said it. And so it took me some time to realize she wasn't trying to be, you know, she, she wasn't trying to be with somebody she was trying to explore and do, do what you yeah. do in college. You right. know what I'm saying? And at the time I wasn't, it wasn't connecting for me.
0: You wanted yeah. your woman.
2: Yeah, I knew what I wanted, and that was just it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so looking back on it, you know, we talked about it before. Like, that's what it was. She wanted to explore more, you know, mm-hmm. and I was trying to lock her down. And I will say, like, the first the first five years of our marriage, I think, it was hard because of that. I think because, like I said, we were sweethearts. And we ended up together, and it was just a lot of stuff that we didn't really talk about. It was a lot of things we hadn't really experienced. And so it was, like, well, it was a lot we had to work through
0: and y'all had to grow up together
2: yeah and we're still growing and I, and I i will say i don't know it could be a pro and a con i think for mm. us it has been a pro i was because like, we've seen each other grow and we've grown you know in good ways you know what i mean in, in good spaces but mm. you know and there have been some bumps along the road but i think that just comes with growth with anybody like as you grow, because we're continually growing, there are going to be ups and downs. It's just now we're experiencing those ups and downs together. So, uh-huh. it's like how, how we work through, how we navigate through those problems together, and that can be kind of hard, you know, especially early on. So, I'll just say, take your time and just enjoy your life. You know, what I'm saying what worked for me may not work for you, especially nowadays. I, I don't, I don't recommend that for anybody. Like we tell our girls that now, like when y'all get older, like go and live and have a good time and you know just enjoy life and our oldest one, she always asked us so how old was y'all when y'all got married and we we never really say we like we was, we was old enough, old enough. <laughs> because we don't hey. want we don't want her to you God, know what I'm saying well, like again we didn't do something bad but we want her to be able to experience life to the fullest and make sure she's ready to jump in that when she's really ready to jump into it
4: Sure, that's interesting True. because like you say, you and to be married 20 years in July. And um and I was but you kind of used something into it, I guess what you said about I, I was kind of thinking like because your situation is not typical. Well, probably typical back our parents' day, like you go to college or, or our grandparents' day and get married. You yeah. said so you actually marry your, your college sweetheart and y'all together yeah, the throwback. all the time. So most, most people I know that it happened before if they did it might not have last unfortunately but you know just kind of you know y'all kind of defeat the eyes of the day's time but is it is it anything specific that Tawana felt like she she missed out on not only college but say as a young adult like like her having her own place or doing like that she that because
2: like I said she went from school, she went from her mom's house to college to her parents' house to college to my house.
0: She never had her own room. She then, she
2: never had got, own, I remember the, own year, the year we got engaged, um, the year we got engaged, we got engaged in and we had already set a date for 2 But somewhere in there, she was like, you know what, she came to me one night, and she was like, why don't we push it back a year? Because I feel like I need to get my own spot, you know, just be out on my own for a little bit before we do this. And the right. time, I was so against it, like, I like, we argued because I was like, I took it as you were rejecting me, but mm-hmm. because our communication was not where it should have been, she didn't just say, this is why I want to do this because I think uh-huh. when well, we do this, it will be good for me and it might be good for us. It wasn't communicated that way. It wasn't communicated. Well, again, the first five years was hard. It came out later on, but so I kind of feel like I pressured her and I mm-hmm. should have listened to what she was saying, but I really wasn't hearing her what she right. was saying. And that was one of the things, you know, that she regretted, like she never got a chance to do. And so I see that, you know, now, and I see what other people too, who, like I said, who in similar situations that they had did certain things in their twenties, mm-hmm. they might not be where they at right now if uh-huh. they had allowed themselves to get that experience. Mm-hmm. Okay. I just knock on wood, mine just didn't turn out bad or detrimental. You know, and like I said, mm-hmm. it's work. We work through some stuff, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a constant job.
0: Yeah. A whole job. A
2: whole job. <laughs> it's not, you know, it's not necessarily bad to
4: work, but it's not right. you know, easy. Yeah, it's not bad
2: work. There's like the we was able to navigate through some things, and you know, we did, we make it work. People, people gotta want to make it work too. So that's the difference. You know, we're yeah, you,
4: gotta the the same thing. you gotta want the same things. Too. Right. So, but uh yeah, let me go ahead and segue to the other uh thing I wanted to ask everyone. Um being that uh that we all have been part of like organizations or like I said activities at school or whatever the case may be. Uh, I guess specifically I wanted to ask like for example, uh Miga Shar Sigmas, nigeria Zeta, Jamie mm-hmm. um, Jamie's a, is an Omega, uh Jermaine's a Mason, but uh, I have I want to know like what was like your your experience or your thoughts before joining whatever organization that you are a part of like what was your thoughts before mm-hmm. you actually was a part of that organization like what do you thought you was coming into what were some of your experiences going through whatever process that you, you feel comfortable sharing and then in, in looking back and reflecting on it what, what was your overall experience of of that time period, or even, <laughs> or even now, you know, it could be now. So it's this is for life. So, you know, it depends. So I'm gonna start with, I'm gonna start with Nigeria because she's the guest.
3: Okay. So like, I mean, for me, um, you know I'm originally from Brooklyn, New York, you know, moved here. That uh,
0: bush?
3: <laughs> Brownsville.
1: I don't know the difference. All, of, just, all, all over, I really. Um, shit. <laughs> uh, <Price. laughs>
3: I, in, I say again?
1: Sean um, Price is from Brownsville. He, the rapper, Sean Price from Brownsville.
3: Oh, Sean Price. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I know Mike Sean. I, yeah, I follow him. Right. But um yeah, so and I, I lived in different places before school and everything. And the way I, I really ex, um experienced uh sororities and fraternities was like my junior, senior year being at Hillside when I'm when we moved here. And it was only step shows, you know, um, Mm -hmm. a couple of AKAs and deltas that school really didn't know. Mm -hmm. To be honest, the way I kind of got in tune with um, fraternities and sororities was more so through the person that I was dating at the time. I mean, he was a sigma. Mm
5: -hmm.
3: And um, I was around the brothers. I knew about the brotherhood before I knew about the sisterhood. Mm -hmm. So I I was already a community person anyway, being in reach the LA, a lot of different community things in high school um so that was already in me you know I I did a couple of things with SGA when I first came to school so um being around um the bras and then um knowing a lot of the old heads and being around the person that I was with at the time
1: I got to know the
3: sisters you know what I'm saying so I, I got to know a lot of um Zetas um and it was nothing pressure it was um you know my big sister Charlene Kathy Black Kima you know um a lot of those ladies who um, Erica Dixon, who I was just like in spaces with, you know, so, you know, when it when it came time to make that decision or decide, um, you know, it, I don't even have too much experience with sororities and things like that. I just I, I thought community sisterhood. I have four sisters. I got a sister that went to Central. She's a Delta. And um, it, it, it was just best suited for me. Just that just that that circle. I, it just felt like me. Mm -hmm. Um, and one thing, you know, being at Central and, and, and starting to understand sororities and, you know, the residential, um, folks that work there. And like, uh, it was, I think our, um, person that kind of ran the dorm was, um, uh, she was a Delta. And then when I went to Latham, I had, we, it was an AKA and I, I just saw a lot of folks who came into sororities and they looked at it as the sorority made them. And for me, I always, I, I already was a person myself. You know what I'm saying? I already had established who Nigeria was. Zeta didn't make me, you know what I'm saying? And and we get a lot of that in in, in school and colleges. You know what I'm saying? Make sure you know who you are before you join a sorority and just change the whole game up. You know what I'm saying? And you're a whole different person by that time. Yeah. But uh, as far as right. um, uh, choosing Zeta, um, I, I decided to, to, you know, to choose Zeta because of that circle that i was in um because i had somebody who was a community person himself and um just these great people that was around and doing a lot of great things that i wanted at, to at some point be a part of doing i found out my best friend you know veronica wanted to be a part of that too it was it was a no-brainer i was like yeah let's go <laughs> let's
5: do it let's let's do this together. together let's,
0: let's go i got it. i got somebody to go with you me. know
3: we did it together
0: exactly. <laughs> that's what's up
5: yeah um,
4: okay all right all right um uh, well, I guess in terms of actually like like, like your process, what, what do you think about it? You thought it was like a good learning experience? Do you think it was like pretty much, it was more difficult than you thought it was going to be? Like, you know, like.
3: Man, I, I actually didn't know what to expect with that. You know, you hear all the stories, you watch Different World, you watch all of these, you know, School yeah. Days it was one of my favorite movies. Mm-hmm. But I was, you know, I was up for the challenge. I was like, okay, what are we doing? You know, and it was, you know, me and my lawn sisters. And, um, you know, the, the thing about the experience is that each one of my lawn sisters, with the exception of one, is in my life as well as my children's life in some capacity. Yeah, and that just happen from day one to now. That was ordained because it took 10, 15 years for them to kind of route back. And us to be in contact and them see what my girls are doing or support me in a certain way or me support them and then for us to come full circuit with the exception of Veronica. But all my all my all my line sisters, where they're in, they're all aunts, like Auntie Tawana, you know what I'm saying, Auntie V, Auntie Jamila. everybody is a part of our life in some capacity. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So um as far as the experience is concerned, no, I, I didn't expect what happened. I, I really didn't, but I'm happy that we went through it and, right. and I, The the better thing was um, having those big sisters, Charlene and 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 Erica and and Kima and all of those folks there to help us along. So that that was a good thing because I didn't know that that kind of that was bridge there until I got into the process. So Mm -hmm. building relationships with them and meeting other you know other sorors during the process and things like that and building those relationships even down you know even our oldest sorors, Gloria Smallwood and. Um, some of our older staff, just building relationships with them. One, Priscilla ramsar she's like um, my my mentor. She's been my mentor for about maybe eight to ten years now. We worked in the same environment at Duke, so um, just you know, touching base with people in in in, in those spaces. So that right. that was that's what's been the best
4: thing. All right. All right. That's what's up. Jamel, we'll kick it to you, though, like I said, because because you you're different. I, I don't know if you want to get into Mason or you want to talk about even your experience with football. Like, I don't know which
1: route you want to go, but... So, both,
0: because he dang so had the ball head.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so, I'm, 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 I'm going to start with... I'm going to say this. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to preface what I'm going to say with this word here. Identity, right? Mm-hmm. When I came out of high school, I signed a scholarship with this, I don't know if you guys are familiar with this school called a Noron. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I signed with a and never went and ended up just going to Central, okay? When I left high school, I wasn't like that traditional college student. I told you guys, the environment I came from, I probably was something else first and then a college student second, in terms of mindset. Mm-hmm. So I'm saying okay. this um, Najee touched on it. I and and I feel this way, 18, I have already established my identity. I didn't need a group. I didn't need to be around the most popular people on campus at NCCU. Um, I had a head start because by my sister finishing at Central before I got there, all of her friends were already kind of schooling me on the game. That was my experience too. Right, same experience. So, so I had me coming from the environment I came from, um, probably I had more experience in certain areas, probably weren't good areas than other folks, but it helped me on the other side of academics. But my point is this, um, let's just start with um, football first. All right, so I learned a bunch of things, a, a lot of disciplines through playing sports, right? But, you know, the, the, the goal was to, to to go to the league by my mama house and, 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 and ride in, off in the sunset, never happened, right? But anyway, but I learned so much about identity I learned so much about principles, right? Mm -hmm. I learned so much about, instead of throwing your your clothes on the floor, put them in a hamper, hang your stuff up. Like I I was disciplined through football. Mm -hmm. As far as pledging, and this is just my perception, since I had already established my own identity and in high school, um, athlete, um, played three sports, uh, point guard, ran track, four by one, 100, played football, was known in high school senior year with my homies. Um, when I got to Central, I felt like being some of the folks I had I had been around. I felt like, um, and this is not everybody. This is not a blanket statement, but I felt like a lot of guys. They probably weren't popular in high school, and they were looking for something to validate them. Mm-hmm. Right? I didn't need a group of folks to be heard or seen. First of all, I, I, I'm not that. I'm not a rah-rah type of guy anyway but I just felt like it was just fake. I, I honestly mm-hmm. felt like my first two years, I just felt like it, it was just uh, people were, it was about letters and colors. Mm-hmm. Um, so with me becoming a Mason, first of all, the clientele, the folks I dealt with were older. Second of all, I've always had an interest in the scriptures from like a scholarly standpoint. Mm-hmm. You had to deep dive in them scriptures in order to even get in line to become a Mason. You had to really know those scriptures. Um, mm-hmm. And um, I would hear things about what was going to happen, and and uh, and they did happen. Like, I, I, was,
4: <laughs> I heard about it, and it did happen.
1: You're gonna lose your life, you're gonna lose your life. This old head say, Hey, you're gonna lose your life, man, but you'll get it back. You're gonna lose it this morning, but you'll get it back this evening, man. And I kept like trying to wrap my mind around that concept, but I found out exactly what he was talking about. Trust me. But, <laughs> but my point is, my mom did a great job of exposing us to. Chores and things around the house to help us establish an identity as kids, and then as we transition into like you know teens and in early adulthood, I can honestly say neither one of us we um we didn't we, we didn't we didn't need a a group to be validated. My sister was an AKA because she's she's about that service, right? She's a silver nail, so that's, mm-hmm. that's 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 and she's twenty five years in, right? So 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 she she was mm-hmm. about that action when it came to being an AKA. Mm-hmm. My brother, my brother, and I he went to Phil State, played ball, yada yada, kind of the same thing. So, I'm saying all this to say I felt like becoming a Mason, um, I did contribute, I did contribute in terms, and, and I still am, um, 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 volunteering my time when I, you know, when I can and stuff like that. But I just felt like that college campus Greek life, mm-hmm. and there's nothing wrong with it, it just didn't fit my identity. I wasn't searching for an identity, I didn't mm-hmm. want to be a part of stuff, you know. And then when I saw, I would see, um, you know. Some some homies I was hanging with I would see um, you know arguing with fat bros fat brothers and, and fighting yeah. it it just didn't fit my identity and I and I, and, I, and I didn't need to be validated at all my mm-hmm. whole entire tenure in college I never needed to be validated I never needed it to get girls I never needed it to be popular mm-hmm. um, I never needed it to uh, get more clients when I cut hair um, it, it just didn't fit my bill so mm-hmm. um, but I did learn this though I did learn um. Like I said, I did learn um, between sports and becoming a Mason. I learned that um, it was okay um, to not um, have to be in the in crowd. I mean, I already knew it, but it just made more sense. You were confirmed. Right. It confirmed it. And you echo so much more louder when you stand 10 toes down on your own identity. Uh Um, And uh, because at the end of the day, folks who you think are cool with you, They're really talking about you Mm -hmm. uh, behind. You know, when 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 you're out here, like really searching for identity, because I've seen it happen. Right, undergrad, I would hear people whispering and stuff like that. Um, So I don't know. That's just my take on it. So,
4: Mm -hmm. all right, who wants to step up next? (laughs) Uh, Huh? Uh, 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 Yeah. Oh man,
2: so my situation was like crazy, right? Because it was kind of like I always knew. That I was going to be a part of a Greek organization. I knew that from jump. Like I said, my family was from Durham, so I was always in Durham. So Central was like in my grandma's back door, you know, backyard. Or backyard. Yeah, backyard. So I always saw Greek life, right? And school days, of course, like that just took me to a whole nother orbit. When I saw that, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm definitely going to be a part of the organization. <laughs> Where mm-hmm. went wrong was, things that we're wrong. I guess kind of what Jermaine was talking about, the identity piece. I never felt like I needed to be a part of anything for identity purposes. But because I was trying to find myself, <clears throat> I found myself listening to other people, like all the time. Like mm-hmm. even in middle school, like my family was like, you're going to be in the band. So I went and got in the band. Hated it. Played the trumpet, <laughs> baritone, t- tuba. I could play all those instruments hated it but i did it because they told me to got in chorus you're gonna do this like all these different things tap like all this stuff that my grandmother put me and my family put me in like it wasn't necessarily what i wanted to do but i was like this is what you're gonna do so it kind of like spilled over in my high school years you know um going to like ecu some of the parties and seeing the greek life there and people was like you look like you're gonna be this right. you know what I mean? so I said, oh, okay, for real? In my head. So I kept hearing it over and over and over again. You look like you're going to be this. So that stuck with me, right? Right. From high school all the way to college. So when I got to college, I was like, okay, so I'm going to be that because that's what people told me I should do, right? So that's what I thought. And had conversations with my friends. So they thought I was going to do this. And so when it came time to do that, um, talking to some of the brothers apart of part this organization, you know, trying to go to their little stuff and just be a brand of them so I could be known. And when it came down to it, when it's time for business, <clears throat> I got left out. And to the same people who I thought, you know, we was going to be doing this together, no one told me anything. So I felt some type of way. So I had to go and went and talk to the big one of the big brothers. And I was like, yo, I went to all this stuff. You know, I've been talking to you all this time. Like, what happened? And he said something that really stuck with me. And I, it didn't it didn't never dawned on me. He was like, but you don't you don't know anything. Like, you don't know any information. You don't really know mm-hmm. anything about us. Like, you did not do, basically I didn't do my due diligence to part uh, part of something that I wanted to be a part of so bad because everybody kept telling me that's what I was supposed to do, but I never really uh, loved, I why mean. do I really want to do this? You know what I'm yeah. saying? So that kind of messed me up a little bit and so I remember it, Jamie specifically like I think we had a lot of conversations about Greek life and the organizations that we want to pledge and or be a part of but at the time when that when that happened you you were already doing what you were trying to do yeah and you was really consuming what you was doing so I You're really felt right like I couldn't I didn't want to put that on you. So we didn't really never had a conversation. I never really talked to you about how I felt about it, what I was going through because I knew you was going through what you was going through. So we never really got a chance to talk about it. So I kind Mm -hmm. of just like, it just, I just dealt with it myself. But during that time I was dealing with it, um, I started being around some other brothers, like my roommate, you know, who was a part of the organization, 5A Sigma. I was hanging around him and, all his friends, his brothers, you know, all that. So it's like, again, like Najri said, the proximity of that situation, it kind of like influences you a little bit. And when you get that, like that welcoming spirit and that people actually talking to you about like what they do and what the experiences is, I'm I'm learning all this stuff, you know what I mean? It's like, oh, okay. Well, some of that stuff kind of aligns with what I want to do and what I'm about. And so that's kind of how it it happened organically. And I think- uh, that's how it should have happened. It should have happened organically and not because people told me that's what I should do. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so my advice to anybody out there who want to be a part of any organization, whether it's sports, whatever, band, Greek, whatever, make sure it's something you really want to do. and yeah. you can do diligence a commitment. Do research right. Because you might get the door slammed in your face if you don't know, you know what I'm saying? If you don't really know what you're about to step into, what you you know a you lifetime, know, you lifetime commitment lifetime and,
3: and, and don't let don't let anybody that that whole thing about you look like a and you look yeah. like a, you know i told you know whether my my girls want to pledge or not you all know that my daughter is a, um is a zeta uh-huh. and um even before you know she went to school i mean i mean her mom was already set but at the same time i told her you know you get on campus you might feel different
1: mm-hmm. you know what i'm
3: saying it might be a different experience for you i'm not pressuring you you know what i'm saying to do to do that or not. My little girl, this is not happening. I already know it, she's at UNC Charlotte. This is not, that she's is a five She ain't trying, She nah, mm-hmm. I got one more to go. But like like Ashara was saying, it's just, you know, just it, for it to happen organically is probably the best way, but that, you look like a Delta or you look like an AKA or you
5: mm-hmm. look like
3: a Theta or a Sigma Gamma Rho. Those things was placed on a lot of us coming in in 95. Constantly. Yeah, yeah. And some of the situations like Kishiro just went through, I have girlfriends who went through that as well. And I have girlfriends who who was just so discouraged, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. that it just didn't happen for them at all because right. they shut down. You know what I'm saying? And it's unfortunate because to be honest with you, it shouldn't even be that hard. You know what I'm saying? These are people because either you know or not. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. Like, like, that's too much control. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you don't, if you're not educated on that coming into school, and you know, it's already difficult enough coming into school, but then you're turning around and this is another piece of that experience. Yeah. You know, if you don't have that, like I didn't I didn't really have it as much as I should have. Um, but I still feel like I made the right decision, definitely.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And I, I feel it mm-hmm. the same way. So my um my, my thought process about it, I feel mm-hmm. like going into it, I had no you have some idea, like I said, you see stuff on TV, you hear stories from other people. Like, right. so I lived with my <laughs> um ADP, so so was, let me was... let me
0: clarify that for everybody. Kisharo and Kwame were roommates. Kwame was Kasharo's ADP. He whipped his ass every night. So Kwame would be back in the room. Kasharo would have to go back with his line brothers and then come back to his abusers' room. And that nigga hated that shit. Kasharo hated that shit, nigga.
2: Yeah, I did. So we had to figure out something hey, dude, else. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> it could have been worse than it was. Don't get me wrong. It wasn't that bad, but yeah, it was it was bad. So we had to figure out something else. But it was the experience was it was hard until because I was a senior too. That's the other thing too. I went to my senior year. Again, I was trying to figure my stuff out, you know, along the way, all the other three years, mm-hmm. and you know, and then it led to my senior year. And it was hard for me. Like it was really hard. Like I'm, two times I cried the whole process. It was 11 and a half weeks. Two times I cried. One was the, the bonding moment that I actually started. You 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 thrown together with people. Some people you don't even like, yeah, you don't even And that you know, one night I just I cracked because I saw something happen to one of my brothers and I just I couldn't take it. And I just I lost it. Then I, exactly. I kind of just went off on some of the, the older brothers, but it was like, this is what's supposed to happen, right? Like, you got to break experience them. That, yeah, that's what happened. And then the other time, because I was a senior, so I was trying to make sure I was going to graduate on time. It was really, really hard process, but because the people I did it with, they made it, they made it work. It, it worked for me. Like you thrown them together with people you're supposed to be throwing together. With. Oh, yes, I like, absolutely believe it. It, it, yeah. it is. I don't know if it's divine intervention, but the people that you go through these experiences with, it's meant to happen the way it's supposed to happen. And I don't think if it was not for those three, I would not be a single to this day. So they, they made it work for me and it was good. Would I, yeah. could I could you Could I do it again? Never. But, Never, <laughs> but it was no, the, it was no you say very, one star would not recommend. Yeah, it was the one that <laughs> of my life because it 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 they broke me down, but they built me back up too, and those the qualities that I had, it just made them even more sharper. And then I learned new skills along the way too. So it was, it yeah. was, it was. I a, agree with
4: that. The other thing I want to throw in, just from the from the other side, I, at that point, like I said, I was already on the other side. Um, and you bringing in somebody that you're close with, and you you know you, you can't show no favoritism. Actually, it probably was harder on it worse because I didn't want it to be like, okay, well, that's your homie. He's that's showing like that. So he, he got treated, you know, what I'm saying just like everybody he got treated up. worse, the worse pretty much. Because it's like yeah. you don't you don't want nobody saying you you got it because somebody looking out for you. So yeah, I, you know, I, I made sure that you know what I'm saying I was on his neck, whatever about certain stuff, whatever. I mean, I didn't really mess with too much in the room too much because I was just like.
0: Yes. That's where you got to turn it off.
4: Yeah, I, that's the only time I turn it off. But outside that room, you know what I'm saying. And you know, a couple of times we at the mall or something I'm like yo, yo, I need to go holler that girl right there, get her number. And he like you for real. I'm like, yeah, I'm dead serious. Yes, nigga, you
0: gonna lie. Yeah,
4: you know what I'm saying because you all the whole time. So I mean, but uh, I would do to any, you know, to any of the guys, anybody else too. So I can't not do to you because you know. So it, it was just kind of one of those things like that. But I, I, I do give y'all props. I did like you said, y'all, you know, came together, you know, you see somebody, like you said, start from a certain point and they're growing and they're being sharp and everything else, actually being a part of that. Well, from that standpoint, mm-hmm. you know, it's definitely, you know, it's almost like a teaching moment. You, you know, you bring somebody in, so it's kind of like a reflection of what you're bringing in. So it's kind of, you know, when you see it done right, then you kind of right. Do, all right, all right. You know, and I've seen it done wrong too, though. So yeah. <laughs> it just depends on yes. how it But yeah, Jamie, unless you go to not, might probably not that long, but Okay.
0: So in my particular case, I wanted all of the college experience, all of it. So I was into like these sophomore comedy movies about college, you know, uh, Animal House and all of these other movies, uh, Revenge of the Nerds. I wanted the college experience. Mm-hmm. So yeah. <laughs> the, the movie that really turned me was School Days. Like, oh shit, black people doing this shit too? Mm-hmm. So I felt a certain way, right? And then I got into high school and I saw a couple step shows on uh, Showtime at the Apollo and there's some guys in purple. I'm like, that shit looks amazing. I don't know who they are. And they got the squiggly lines on it. Okay. So then my scoutmaster, uh, Mr. Staten, had a paddle up in his house. that had the squiggly line on it, like the people on, the, on Apollo that felt like the people on school days. Mm -hmm. so his wife had a paddle it was pink and green said aka i'm like i don't i'm putting it together Mm -hmm. so then we go to a federal state parade we're in the band at high school at red springs high school i played the symbols on the weekend just so i could be (laughs) with everybody else and there's this guy the (laughs) symbol is in that fucking shirt again that says omega sci-fi but he is talking to this cop come on mr johnson let me in come on man let me in the cop looked around and said, I mean, come on. It's something about that that also basically it's alignment and feeling. It's like, whatever the fuck he's doing, I want a part of that. So I want to go in. So let's segue now. I'm at Central. I made my mind up. I want to be a Q. I knew that in high school. I get to Central and y'all know if you go to Central, you pledge everything. <laughs> Every group, your dorm, everything. So my like, freshman yeah. my first semester or well, first week i was in the band because i wanted to be with everybody else like i wanted to go like i was in high school go on all the trips and do stuff come to find out i had to pledge the fucking drum line and nobody told me nobody said hey look you have to do this they just told me to go over there and it didn't it didn't click so i quit i'm like Nigga, i don't want to be here practicing every day and y'all talking to me like i'm a sucker Ain't but 30 people in this band. Why well, you know what is going on? <laughs> I had no clue that I was online. We had a parade on the West End, and they made us run down to the uh football field with no instruments to practice with no instruments. Do you in the middle of the day on a Saturday? I think I supposed to be in the room eating cereal with Jermaine, kicking it, but nobody <laughs> told me I was pledging. So understand what I'm trying to say. Yeah. So my first semester, first week, I'm online, but nobody told me. Juan was my line brother. I was the ace and he was the deuce. And I quit because I'm like, I don't know what's going on. I'm saying, out to say that when you get to Central, you're going to pledge something. I never heard that story before. Uh, Yeah, nigga, I was in the band. I quit that shit. I was like, this is too much. (laughs) Whatever y'all doing is too much. And nobody's communicating to me what's happening. And I don't like it. So then I had to pick a roommate. So my roommate, left. And Mr. Cox said, look, you need to pick a roommate. And the guy across the hall from me was Kevin Carpenter. He was 24. I'm 18. Yeah, Kevin yeah. was is 6'5", black as night. And in his room, he only had a crate of books and a pennant that said Omega Sci-Fi." And I said, oh, shit. I have, a, I have to make a decision. Do I pick a roommate down the hall who has all the shit that I have all these fucking clothes and TV and a microwave. Well, I picked that grown ass man. Who's the only Q on campus to come and be my roommate. And mm-hmm. I made a fucking pimp's decision and he came. He's like, yeah, all right, I'll do it. But that semester fall 95, he was pledging fall 95. He was the only bro in the yard. So I was engulfed in that shit. I saw everything. Well, you know, as far as I could mm-hmm. and I stole his notes i learned all the poems and stuff Hold on no, he, he was breaking in 95 at that point that, that that's moment. right he is fall 90 he is spring 91 oh okay. so he's 24 right. and i'm 18 and everybody else right. is regular age mm-hmm. it was 15 of them so i saw them and i was already i was sold mm-hmm. so i would i went to the library stole the notes and i learned Invictus. i learned see it through i learned everything on my own time so that's my freshman year First semester. Then I go to the uh, WPI. I got to pledge that shit. So I'm pledging the oh, Worship and Praise Inspirational Mass Choir, nigga. <laughs> I didn't know the that. The, 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 the tenor <laughs> section. They have a little thing where you got to pledge that. I'm like, yo, you're pledging everything. By the time I'm familiar with pledging was, WPI. I'm not telling on them. It's just... And I didn't cross. I, I got dropped. They dropped me. So this one, uh, they dropped. <laughs> worship and Praise Inspirational Mass Choir dropped me. You had to walk around all day with a cup of water. You remember that Kashara had to walk around yep. with a cup of water all day, filled yep. to the brim. Ain't nobody. And then you had to say something. You had to stand up and shit in choir rehearsal. So I didn't. I didn't pass that either. I, I got dropped from that. And then oh, in ninety seven, I pledged Phi Beta Lambda, which is the business fraternity. Yeah, remember that. Yeah. I remember that. Y'all chapter brother is my line brother Rico Armstrong. Mm-hmm. So that was in ninety seven. So oh, my line brother, yeah, he as soon as we were done, he went online for Sigma that night. Mm-hmm. So I'm all in on the pledging shit. I want to be a part of this shit. I want in. So by this time, I've already pledged tall side two times and them niggas was bullshitting <laughs> because they was, because niggas is niggas. Niggas is niggas. And we were on the spring 98 and that got dropped because somebody got beat up in Kentucky. And then we brought us a bunch of fall 98 brothers in the fraternity, but it took me three times to get it in. And it was the best shit ever because this is exactly what I wanted. I wanted this. I saw this. I saw those people that felt like that's exactly who I see myself as. Absolutely. And I know what it looks like. I know what a cotillion looks like. I know what a boulet looks like. I want that shit. Give me all of it. Because I saw it all and I wanted it all. And, you know, I learned how to um, set goals through Boy Scouts. It was like, I want to get this merit badge. I want to get my Eagle Scout Award. You have to do it by a certain time. So the same with this frat shit. I locked in like, okay, I got to learn these poems. I got to have this money and I got to do this stuff because I wanted the experience and what comes after it. So I would tell anybody, if you want to do it, certainly do it because you're not buying friends. You are enjoying the experience.
5: Mm-hmm.
0: Like brotherhood, sisterhood, connections, and you know,
5: mm-hmm.
0: If i go to michigan i just need to make one phone call and not that you can't do that but it's still a great feeling right. to know that you could just make that call and you know make something happen
4: that's what's up man yeah well for me it was, it was it was pretty i don't say it was destined but like i said my father was already he was a sigma so it was kind of like i was seeing it but it was kind of consciously like my dad never really subconsciously liked, yeah, he never – I can't remember him saying, like, you know, when you get to school, you got to be a Sigma. Like, I, mm-hmm. we never had and that Your dad went to Shaw. He went to Shaw, yeah. He played his, uh spring 74, Iota chapter, five-bit of Sigma. So, uh, yeah, so so basically, yeah. So, uh, I mean, so I've seen it around the house, like the paraphernalia, the brand, uh, you know, just, just the stuff around. But like I said, it was never a conversation about it. It was never no pressure for me. But, I mean, of course. I mean, that's that's stuck in my head, mm-hmm. but, you know. But also, so like I said, I, you you hear the stereotypes when you go to campus and everything. But also, it wasn't just because my dad was it. I think also when I got on campus, to me, I, I kind of felt like, kind of like maybe maybe what Jermaine might have said. But also, I kind of felt like like out of the groups, like people were kind of more themselves with that fraternity in my, in my personal opinion, like it mm-hmm. wasn't like, okay, if I'm a Kappa, now I have to get a whole new wardrobe from, you know, from this or that, whatever, like that. So right. there's no disrespect to the Kappas anybody, but I'm just using that for example. Uh, so I felt like, yo, you know, you have seen some, the brothers I did see around, It seemed like, okay, they was part of brotherhood, but also they was kind of like still themselves and everything. And I kind of felt like i more identified with that. But I said, yeah, sure. It did help my, you know, my father being a Sigma. My aunt mm. is Zeta, my older cousin is Zeta. I mean, mm-hmm. I got older. <laughs> there's a whole bunch of people with the Zeta's sickness in my family already, too. So, I mean, that didn't, you know, didn't hurt anything at all. Um, but even going in, I ain't let nobody know that that uh that I was even like legacy like that because I didn't even want to no extra heat on me at all. Like, all I the kept, heat I kept that quiet <laughs> until after I crossed. I mean, my line of brothers knew, but like outside, you know, the ones bringing me in, they didn't know that it's afterwards. So, um...
0: Your daddy didn't show up to the set?
4: Nah, he... Nah, he not, no, no, he didn't come. He, he saw Kishar no more. mean, he... he showed uh, up <laughs> um, I be damn. So we, we brought them to, to him and my aunt. You know what I'm saying? Oh, that's what's up. <laughs> they both were, My dad was more chill. He wouldn't know. My aunt was kind of interrogating him a little bit. But, mm. uh... But, yeah, I mean, but it was, um... Nah, but it was, like I said, it was it was, it was a great experience, whatever. So i say it was a great experience because, like I said, it was... It was an experience, like I said. I'll say that. And like you said, and you're around people you think you would never know, and everybody comes from different backgrounds, and and just kind of like bringing it all together. And like mm. you said, you you you're friends with people, or uh, not in all cases, but a lot of cases that you probably never even probably talked to if he wasn't.
0: That's friends. the thing.
4: You know what I'm saying? Like, mm. like you know, how would I know Rich? How would I know Frank? How would you know I me? Mean? Like those people? Well, Betty,
0: how would you know Jalen Baker, who was, what? I use him for an example. He's what? 20 I mean, I mean, years no, behind me. Yeah. You the know point I'm, I'm making is that there's no reason why you should know Jalen Baker, other than the fact that he's your chapter brother.
4: Exactly. So I yeah. know him because, yeah, you know what I mean? We That's years, right. Years yeah. later, whatever, and stuff, whatever. Mm-hmm. And some of them I'm mean, like, I mean, like some like young guys, they'll give me a call here and there, get a right. kind of check with I me mean, Founders Day and stuff. Like dude, my dude's like 20-something, 20 25 years younger than me. You know what I mean? Whatever and mm-hmm. stuff too. So it gets like that, that part of that you know, being a part of that going to the founders, uh Tenure and all that it was a great experience, and all that. But so the whole brotherhood stuff is definitely cool. Of course, you know what I'm saying. So I don't think it's every like everything is. I think you could, like I said, you got going and be yourself and know who you are, whatever and stuff, mm-hmm. and and being like if that's something you really want, then you should, you know nothing wrong with it. But at the same time, I don't. I think that you should also not lose yourself and realize, like you said, you're a man or a woman first, and, and don't forget that as well. But like I said, because you want to be somebody before you even join any type of organization, in my opinion, yeah. too, as well. But, you know, there's nothing wrong being proud of your organization as well. So it's just, it's just one of those things, just finding that line and everything else. So that was pretty much, like, what kind of brought me into wanting to join 5 Beta Sigma. Um, and, you know, like I said, I enjoy the
1: brotherhood and, you know, lo- you know, love it. So that's what it is. Hey, yo, you know, you know, the first, the first I'm going to say, impactful moment in terms of, like, seeing a fraternity or just like what happens. I'll never forget this. I think it was freshman year first semester. Like I'm talking about like October. I don't know. I was we were we were heading to Chapel Hill. Um so we had only i don't been on campus for like a month and a half. I will never forget this. And when we we were on Franklin and um uh, when you bend that curb, when you when you're coming on Franklin you go up the hill and right before you get on a little strip, it was like 10 white boys running in a line with tidy whiteys on. All they had was sneakers and <laughs>
4: <laughs>
1: what is that what is
4: that yeah, okay. yeah but here, oh okay i'm like what i missed that we part okay
1: had, they had like they had like tidy whities on no no other clothes no shirts just sneakers and tidy whities and then somebody in the car was like yo they're pleasuring." and it just resonated like like what they have to go you know what, what they were mm-hmm. putting yeah uh, and this was early this wasn't like it was like late this was like you know what i'm saying evening morning
0: like, afternoon
1: yeah. Yeah, and you run, yeah, and they were running through camps with draws on, so that, that was pretty dope <laughs> to see that, like, you know what I'm saying, like, my yeah. first year, like, like, you know what I'm saying, but, yeah.
4: Hey, before we move on, I know we kind of dragged us for a minute, but I had two questions I want to ask everybody. Uh, uh, the first question I wanted to ask was, like, um, uh, what, what was the first, like, I don't know, Jim, you might have answered this already, but what was, like, the first probate that you ever seen? like of any organization not necessarily your own organization but the first one that that kind of caught 95 so that was your first one yeah um, toss off all 95 okay that was, okay what about you Nadja? anything stand out in mind like before you actually did it that okay
3: mine
5: <laughs> yours okay all right
3: yeah i mean like i said i didn't you know i i just didn't i i, I wasn't in tune with it all Mm-hmm. Until after I got to Central and yeah, the um, I don't think we had too <laughs> many folks on campus um I, you know it was my sophomore year so prior to that I didn't you know what nope um alpha lambda day went over I'm sorry my sis, my sister's best friend she was number 70 Vicky um I was and out spring there 95. but yes yeah, yeah she So um, you
0: were still uh, in high school
3: Yeah no no no, no yeah yeah so we didn't yeah. get
0: the central to fall 95 oh oh are right, you right yeah right,
3: fall yeah. 95, so
0: 95 yeah. it was
3: the it was the it was the the line with 70 um deltas That's on it mm-hmm. okay okay so yeah she was number 70 and i i she she I, I knew her and i think that was my first i didn't see the whole you mm-hmm. know it was a lot but i was just like wow like is this what the, you know how this goes yeah. so i can't say that so yeah mm-hmm
4: i remember seeing the Alphas coming out. They was carrying like torches or something. Like it was. To, uh, <laughs> what year was this? 97? It had to be, but I'm trying to think who line was that though. Uh, yeah. I don't know if it was like Kasim in the line, but nah, but he came in when I came in. So I'm not sure, but I remember like there was like somebody had like, some torches uh, walking between <laughs> the, uh, between like Russian uh, and the administration building or something. I don't know. It was crazy. I don't
0: remember much about Gamma Beta, to be honest with you. Yeah
4: so man but
2: yeah i can't even read the other question but we can go ahead and, uh, uh well i have a question real quick for jermaine that's I, I might have missed it when you said it like what was your um what was your influence to masonry i knew what the, the football was but what was your influence to masonry? um
1: so i have a okay so i have a couple family members well a lot of bunch of family members who, who are masons um and i was just and they, a lot of my family who were, who were Masons in the South, they it was more so this big secret. Like, it was like top secret, like NASA codes and bomb codes type shit, right? <laughs> but as I as I started, some would kind of reveal to me that it was more so, um, it, it was about obviously community service and it was about a bunch of signs and tokens. Um, and um, obviously that meant something, but it was more so um, like, um, Coming to terms with biblically with, with, with the scriptures, like doing a deep dive, right? And you have to know um, exactly what's going on between those pages. Um, and I think that was like what was intriguing for me. You know what I'm saying? um, And I told you guys, like I read the Quran and the Bible, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, but as you get older, I'm more interested in it, and um, yeah, the community service part, but it's more so about the scriptures. And then it felt comfortable. It felt like, okay, these are older guys, and it wasn't that on-campus Greek type feel. It was more so they like solidified the professionals, and um, um, it, you would hear things like, "Yeah, this will put you in certain spaces, right? That you want you you wouldn't typically be able to get into." Mm. So, um, but it was just intriguing and and, from, and everything about it was like very intriguing. And I, like I said, I didn't I didn't want to. I felt like. Pledging at 19, 20 years old, I just felt like my I was in a different space. I really wasn't in that college space. I wasn't in that fraternity space. I just was somewhere else. You know what I'm saying? I just I just my identity just it just it just, it just clashed with the concept of having to be somewhere on time. That's why I never joined a motor motorcycle group. I don't want, I don't want to have to be there, I want to do my own thing. That's fucking genius, actually, (laughs) y'all.
0: That makes perfect sense. uh, I get that when I I get there got
1: your bikes right. One helmet. I don't want to ride nobody. One helmet. Mm -hmm. That's just you you guys. That's just what I did. So I just felt like if I'm gonna be held accountable, I want to at least be held accountable standing on something that I feel comfortable with. You know what I'm saying? And and again, there's nothing wrong with with pledging on campus if that fits your bill. But it just it just I was that. It wasn't cookie cutter effect for me. It just it just it just didn't fit me.
4: That's but- okay. what I learned from from one of the things that stick in my mind, time value. Like I I like I'm always on time, always early for most time, most point in time. Right. That's why you you know that about me. Every time I go I'm already, you know what I'm saying? Well, all y'all know that about me, really. So, right. so it's just like yes, I, I happen to know you too. too. I, I know that came from that. You know what I mean? I know mm-hmm. that came from that. Like, it's right, not in right. my mind because I, then I was before by but I, I pay attention to it because I know the consequences
1: came behind it. At, at that time it did. So <laughs> like, it, was, it was just
4: one of those things.
1: But And, and I think so too. I, I've, I've never been, I'm sorry. I, I've never been like a frontliner. Like, I don't, I don't need a lot. I don't, I don't want a lot of attention. Anything I do, I just, I just, you know that's why my social media diet is super small right i've been doing better professionally like on linkedin but i i i am just not that that i don't need the spot. Like i don't need to be the shiniest light bulb in the room you know what i mean like like I, it's a lot that comes with it but and you can still be you can still be a grounded person obviously and, and being a fraternity but yeah a lot of people like that and yeah, i like that it, it just you know and then I, don't I, don't like it. I mean, because I don't
4: feel like why? I'm like that. I don't feel like I'm, you know,
1: out there like that and everything. Mm. And, you know, oh, like, no, 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 Personally, I don't feel that way. <laughs> but, but, no, no. And, and, and it's not, it's not, I'm just saying for me, it's not everybody. I'm just saying, you still yeah, 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 balance both. But my first probate was my sister's in 93. I didn't know what was going on. I was, a, I think I was a sophomore in high school, freshman, sophomore in high school. And we went up. My sister. Oh, okay. That's
4: yeah. what's up. Hey, so, so, hey, Jermaine, you want to get a dose of dumbness?
1: Oh yeah, my bad. Yeah, okay. So look, uh, we got a drum roller. So what we doing? Just regular. Oh, we're uh, doing, we're doing, we're doing, man. Dougie, Dougie, oh, that oh. shit. And hey, look, everybody mm-hmm. tied to, I'm looking at to everybody look tied too. All right, so this week's dose of dopeness, uh, actually goes to my brother Tim Jones. He's doing some great stuff. Um, Tim, uh, through his nonprofit foundation, which is helping others. He has written uh, an ebook on stocks. Uh, it's, it's, it's a basic 101 Building Wealth in the stock, stock Market book. That's the title actually, Building Wealth in the Stock, stock Market for Beginners. It's mm-hmm. available uh, as an audio book on all platforms. He also does these classes, um, um, 101 Bitcoin Breakthrough for Beginners, 101 mm-hmm. Basic Stock Options for Beginners, um, he does uh, stock and Bitcoin mentorship programs as well. Um and he also does this mentorship pro- mentorship program uh, that basically helps you to develop recession proof a recession-proof, a, uh, a recession proof portfolio. Um for example, a one thousand dollars investment uh, can turn into ninety seven thousand dollars between three and five years. And his Zoom sessions are on Sundays at eight o'clock. You can find all this information on his IG page. And the ad is at TJ Helping Others. Again, that's at TJ Helping Others. Check it out if you're into uh, stocks or you want to get into stocks and Bitcoin. Dope information. What's what's up? Crypto. Uh, Those are dopeness.
3: All right. Well, I know usually this is like the end of the show, but I I just, I wanted to, um, and I don't know like the order. Maybe I'll edit it, put it on front end because i know usually the song come on but at the same time i I know that whole flow but i wanted to just say to all of y'all you know it's it it just um it warms my heart to know or to see when this when this came about and you guys developed this you know for some people it's good to be a part of something or to see you know kings do things collectively especially when you know them Mm-hmm. Um, and I just want to thank y'all for putting this platform together and it being as successful as it is. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a lot of entrepreneurs um, from our class from '95 to '99. I look at us like I look at the time that we went to school is no different from, in my opinion, hip hop. You know, music is good, hip hop is good, but it's always that '89 to '92 time frame that's the best. I feel like with us going to school, we could always talk about what time frame is best. Right. Um, at Central or wherever, but nothing could beat our time that we was there, in my opinion. Yeah, And and I just right. want to, you know, with the entrepreneurs that we have, I mean, there's so many of us, it's like when you mm. hit that 39, 40, it's like all of this comes in your mind, all the stuff you want to do. That's what I tell my daughters and people I mentor. Like, you know, it's going to be a time where it's going to be a lot of stuff start popping up in your mind. Those are the things that's going to be most important. And I'm just mm. happy that this platform is here for me to enjoy. Um, my kids know the song and for other people to enjoy and that you guys are still doing it. You know what I'm saying? You're moving forward with it. And the fact that I know, you know, I don't know everybody so personally, but I can honestly say that I know you all to an extent Mm -hmm. to be able to listen to you all talk about the topics and things like that, that you discuss. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes I get, I I was telling Kasharo, I sent him a little clip um, yesterday about um, Vera and, and and Eddie Murphy because sometimes, you know, y'all, I'll be ready to, to jump that screen on your <laughs> I be like, yo, I be driving because the, the time that I listen to this is when I'm in the car by myself and I got a long trip. It's like, okay, mm-hmm. my time's dope. It's my time to listen, my time to catch up, get, you know, get fed. You know what I'm saying? Because you all do feed us. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, I listen to some of that stuff and I'm like talking to y'all while y'all talking.
5: You know what I'm
3: saying? It's just dope to know that this platform is lasting, it's gonna last and y'all are so real. You know what I'm saying? You are all your own people. You know what I'm saying? I might get mad at Jamie and -hmm. and, um, Jermaine at times, but then I, I pull from it and I say, you know what? You know, I need to be a little bit no, 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 no disrespect. You know, I need to take from them and, and take some of that arrogance and know that I can not mm-hmm. not to be disrespectful, but but as a female, say you know what? Thank you for them putting that out there because I didn't think about that's how guys look at things. So I didn't uh-huh. I didn't realize that that's what I look for as a right. single woman. You mm-hmm. know, I've I've had my bouts with life and things like that, but it's good to have this platform to see what real real, real guys and y'all are real guys think. So I appreciate it. Um, And I do want to say, like, I I just thank y'all. Y'all thank y'all for inviting me here and uh, being here because I, you know, I love the show. So I really appreciate it.
5: Yeah, thank, thank you. You.
2: We we up. It. you know, appreciate it. Yeah. Appreciate it. That's why you're
4: one of our day ones. I promise kept, I'm not know.
3: picking on Jamie and Jermaine. I love <laughs> everyone's
1: perspective. You no, know, and I, you know what? It's all love and respect, man. You know, we know, you know, you 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 definitely have a place in all of our hearts, man. We 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 went to war together, so to speak. That's how I look at it, man. We came through the trenches, man, and everybody's doing well, and we live to tell the story. So shit, you, 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 look, it's all love and, and respect, so, you know. Yeah, it's definitely
3: respect on my end with everything everybody is doing personally, and I follow it, and I put it out there, so I mean, I love you guys, and God bless.
2: Love you up. Thank you. That was a great way to end the show. Great, right. man. <laughs> <laughs> on a good note. So we want to thank you again, Najerie, for being a part of the show. Um, thank you for that feedback. Um, you know, continue supporting us, spread the word, get us out there, We want to thank all our, you know, listeners, our quattros, new and old. We thank you for supporting us and continue to support us. If you want to find us, you can catch us on IG, Twitter, and Facebook at 4 Times Dope Podcast. You can also DM us. You can also um, hit us up on uh, email at 4 Podcast at gmail.com. And please don't forget, we are accepting sponsors to sponsor an episode of our show. We've had some great ones. Um... If you haven't caught them, you know, catch, go to the very beginning of our shows. You can catch some of the sponsors we had. And if you would like to do that, you know, you can hit us up at four times dope podcast at gmail.com or you can DM us as well. Also, we got the great four times dope podcast merchandise. If you ain't got it, you're missing out. You need to get it. You can get it at www.shopstuc.com. And that's a wrap.